Storywise would end. Season 4, Episode 6. Welcome to Storywise Would End. True stories told live in Would End in the Macedon Ranges, 70 kilometres north of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. One of the many things I like about Wood End Storywise is the way people interpret and adapt the theme. Usually it's a word, like this season's word is fire, and people conjure up whatever story that they can find that's triggered by the word fire. And this story is no different. It's told by Nicole Jacks. She tells the story of having to fire somebody. Enjoy. Of ideas, I haven't really formulated this, so I'm just going to like wing it tonight. So, um, fire. Darren said to me, "Oh, you're going to come to storytelling night. It's fire. Something in fire." So, my story is not about the heat of fire. It's about firing people. And <laughs> I, I own a, a company um, where what I do is I'm a, I do the sales and marketing for builders. So, builders we know are good. Uh, electricians or tradespeople that become businessmen that don't really know how to do the sales and marketing. So my company comes in and does the sales and marketing and the contracts and the design, everything for the builder and they just build the home. So a lot of my um, employees now uh, work from home. So there has to be a lot of trust involved with my sales team. And and we all, they always used to work to commission, but now my accountant said to me, Nicole, you know, you're going to get in trouble. You need to put them on wages and then they have to work from home. So for me, I always just wanted to be a mum. That was my goal. At 21, I used to say to my husband, my biological clock is ticking. I need to have a child. You know? So that's all I ever wanted to do in my life. And so somehow I've yeah, <laughs> fallen into this, into this position. So I've got, uh, I think, about 20 employees that are doing sales for me at the moment, and it's still all a new thing for me, but I'm finding it really quite disillusioned that there's a lot of people out there that are quite happy just to take your money every week and not really do any work for it. So I've got this challenge of, of, of working with these people remotely where they work from home and somehow trying to manage and, and see what are they doing for their money. And I feel like, and I've actually said this to my, to my people, when my kids don't do their chores, I don't give them their pocket money, right? I work really hard to make sure, and I've got to work for my builders to make sure I get paid, so what are you doing? And then I actually have to talk down to them like children, which I hate and I tell them, I talk to you like you're my children. How much work have you done? So this brings me to the story of, of firing people, which I really struggle with because I think these people, even though they're not working for their money and they're not earning their money, have got families and they've got people to feed and they've got mortgages and, you know, and, and I feel really compassionate towards their needs. But at the same time, I'm thinking, I'm working six days a week to put food on their tables when, and that's taking time away from my family. So there's this... I'm constantly torn with this idea... So anyway, we had this lady, and I could tell you a hundred stories, but I'll tell you this one story about this one lady. She worked with me for four weeks. 
I think just recently. And she came across really well in the interview and she rang me a hundred times a day going, you know, can I, you know, I'm ready to start working. When can I start working? I'm like, oh, she's keen, she's eager, she's being proactive. I, I like this, we'll, we'll put her on. You know, so she started working and then we'd be in training and she'd get her phone and I have to say, look, I'm here, I'm training you, turn your phone off, please, and, and talk to... Anyway, time would come and I really couldn't see much result. I didn't know what she was doing. I'd talk to her and she would say the right things, but then I couldn't really. So anyway, one day um, she was supposed to come to a meeting and she just didn't turn up. And so my business partner, who was a bit hot-headed this day, and he goes, where's Linda? I said, oh, I don't know. She's not here. And then he said to one of our admin people, send her an email, I've had enough of this, send her an email and tell her that we no longer need her. I said, you can't get the admin team to, to get rid of her, you just can't do that. He goes, fine, I'll do it. So he gets on his team, Linda, you're no longer required. Anyway, I think, oh, well, that's done. Okay, <laughs> that's done. Anyway, so the next day, because she's based in an office in Cranbourne, I haven't heard from her and I'm thinking, oh, it's a bit strange, she's just been sacked via email. We haven't heard from her. Um, anyway, that's a bit strange. Anyway, so I said to one of the other guys, Edmund, have you seen Linda today? Oh, yeah, she's, at, she's sitting right next to me. Do you want to speak to her? So I go, oh, okay. <laughs> so this woman's just got the sack and she's just ignored the email and she just turns up for work. I'm like, oh, okay. I go, no, no, it's all right, leave her, because I knew I was going to Cranbourne the next day. And I said, that's all right. No, I'll, don't worry about it. Let her stay at work. I'll have a chat to her tomorrow because I thought oh we'll give her a chance because this is me I'll give her a chance he was hot-headed he didn't do it right we'll give her a chance so the next day comes and I'm heading up to Cranbourne for the day to see her and I said send her a message saying Linda I want you to prepare this quote I'll be at the office at 12 o'clock I look forward to seeing you then and we'll discuss it anyway so I get test message back I'm not going to be at work today I've got to go to the doctors and I think oh it's now 11 o'clock, and she's telling me that she's not going to be at work. All right, well, we'll still give her the benefit of the doubt. She's, she's going to send me a medical certificate. We'll still give her the benefit of the doubt. Anyway, so she, you know, so that goes. And then I said to her, Linda, I want to see you tomorrow. And then she texts message back, no, you can't see me today. It's my day off. <laughs> so I'm thinking, God, I'm paying this woman. She hasn't turned up to a meeting. She hasn't responded to being sacked. She, she hasn't... Then she, then she takes a day off because she's got a doctor's certificate but doesn't inform me. And now it's her day off, which she's decided. So what do I do with this woman? Anyway, I said to her, OK, right, but you must come and see me on Saturday. I'm making myself available for you. If you don't come, you do not have a job with us. So made it quite clear where she stood, where I stood and what the requirements were. And I'm thinking, because you just don't know these days in, in, this, in this world, I'm thinking, I have to cover all my bases because she might sue me. You just don't know. So I'm thinking, I'll give her a notice. I'll tell her what, my, you know, what I'm looking for, what I need. You know, so she comes to Mini Ponds on, on the Saturday, and I sit down. I say, look, Linda, it's just not working out. You've been with us for four weeks. Did you know that you were sacked on Tuesday? <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> You know, we fired you on Tuesday, did you know that? And then you wouldn't respond and then you didn't come and see me. And she sat there and she was all, oh, but I just, I knew I had to call you, but I didn't want to do it in front of my daughter because I didn't want her to worry about me. And, you know, and I just, I just don't think you've given me enough of a chance. 
I'm like, well, you know, I work really hard to make sure I've got money in my account to pay your wages every week and I'm not getting anything from it and I just, you're not, you know, we've given you opportunity. And I said, we can't have you on board anymore. And she sat there. You know, by the end of that discussion, I'm like, okay, we'll give you one more go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just one more go. But these are the expectations that I have and this is the things that you need to do. Anyway, so I gave her some tasks to do over the weekend and then my, I spoke to my business partner about it and she's, he says, look, you leave her alone. I'll see her on Monday. I'll see if she's done her tasks. Anyway, she turns up. She still hasn't done what she's asked. But we give her one more go. Anyway, she's now five. But that's my story. <laughs> but this is, a, this is a, a regular occurrence with us. So it's not... I don't know whether it's work ethic or whether it's trying to do the right thing by people, but I don't even know how to end this story. But this story is it's very hard to do right by people and to be in a position of authority and to make people work is such an extremely difficult thing to do. And that's the end, but that's my story. Thanks for listening to StoryWise Would End. If you want to know more about StoryWise or me, Kate Lawrence, then head over to storywise.com.au. And remember, your stories matter.